Welcome, welcome to the Thriving Artist Podcast, where we talk about business, art, mindset, the power of thoughts, all that fun jazz. Today I will be joined by none other than the Alicia Pace. Yeah, yeah, you've probably heard of her. Yep, it's me. It's me. I decided I would come on here and talk to you guys about my purpose for creating this, my big dreams, and hopefully you can be inspired or take something away that will help you redesign your life to fit what you really want to do. So we will uh, jump right in. I just wanted to answer the question, what is the purpose of this podcast? Where are are you going here, Alicia? I started it because I was at the Salt Lake Animation Expo conference thingamabobber. And I had a table. And at first I was stressed about, like, making money and doing all the salesy stuff. And then I started chilling and was like, oh, you know, this can be fun. I don't have to sell my stuff. I can just talk to people. And then all of a sudden it was delightful and so fun to talk to other artists. And I was like, man, I feel energized. I feel good. How can I do this more? So I decided to make this podcast so I can talk to artists and get some insights because I have so many questions right now, the thing that I'm working on. And if you have ideas and thoughts about this, hey, reach out to me. I'll get you on the podcast because I want your insights. I am very results driven. I grew up in a family that, you know, we were taught to excel. We were, you know, straight A students. I grew up with six kids. My parents adopted two since then. And, you know, just everybody's very academic and motivated. These ideas that I developed of your results are a reflection of you, I guess, is what I interpreted that as. So now when I post something on Instagram or I put up a podcast or something, it's hard for me to detach myself from the results of those actions. It's hard for me to not feel that my value is dependent on that. So if you have any insights, let me know and I'll get you on the podcast and we can chat about that. Uh, But I've just... Lately, I've been fascinated by all the things I've been learning about in the self-help genres. I've been, I've been looking up a lot of um, mindset, success principles, millionaire strategies of the mind uh, because I've noticed that there are mindset differences be- between successful people and unsuccessful people. Um, I shouldn't say unsuccessful people. I don't think that anybody is unsuccessful. But those who reach their goals and those who don't believe in them enough in the first place to go for them. And I'm very goal-oriented. And so I have a lot of big goals. And some of those happen because my husband, he dreams of having a castle. And I want that for him. So I, uh, I, my dreams have become big for other people people. I mean, obviously I would always want to have big, wonderful things, but once my 
brain started shifting towards like, oh, I want to show my husband that this is possible and that this is something that we can do. And then I want to show other people too that, you know, you can reach your dreams, you can make big things happen, that you have unlimited possibilities. So that's kind of my goal here is to try to inspire you to dream bigger, do bigger things, and to stop thinking small because gee whiz, you you are a child of God and he has infinite power. <laughs> so if you think about your heritage and where you came from, you have unlimited potential. So much potential and so much power. And I was afraid of that word power for a long time, but as I've been working through it and like trying to uh, step into my own power, I realized that we as creators, you know, we... Just as we can create worlds in our drawings and our designs, we can design our life and create a beautiful life. Uh, we limit ourselves too much. So if you can think it, if you can dream it, it's possible. Cheesy stuff for you guys today. I'm sorry. I'm all about the cheese. So yeah, my big vision is for you to drive up to my giant... <laughs> super fairy tale-esque dreamy storybook home and to be like man how'd you do this and I'll be like change your mind change your life you got this you can do this and then you'll trust me because you'll see that it works because sometimes I feel like oh are people really gonna believe me if you know I'm just living this uh normal life but I guess I should stop thinking about the castle and the mansion and the results and just live as though I have that now and go ahead and try to help other people as I can right now. So, hence the podcast, pretending like I have something worth sharing. So, my story. How did I start illustrating? How was my career began? How did I design my career? So... During college, I studied animation, and then I started having babies right away. I felt inspired to start having kids. My husband felt inspired at the same time. So because we both thought about it, and we were like, okay, maybe this is what we're meant to do. And so we had kids quickly, and I was planning on trying to get into the animation industry, but... I realized maybe that wasn't the right fit for the balance that I was looking for as a mother, which like everybody should do their own thing. And that's kind of just where I was at with the pressures I was feeling. Um, so I started working on a children's book when I was pregnant and I kickstarted it and it wasn't a smashing success, but it led to other things. Um, it was good for me to have like the confidence and the practice of just getting a book out there. Looking back, I'm absolutely embarrassed about it. It's not fantastic. It's okay. People like it. Kids like it. It's fine. It's fine. Luckily, with picture books, they don't have to be perfect. They're for kids, you know? They can be simple and silly. And some of the most crazy ones are the ones that, you know, sometimes my kids gravitate toward random ones. So what you create can connect with someone no matter what it is. So anyways, it didn't go super great, but the self-publishing publishers that I published with 
um, they started having me illustrate for other authors that were coming to them without art. So I made my money back from my investment, which was heavy. It was a lot of money because I was paying per book. And they talked me into buying lots of books so that I could get the price per book down. But then I found out that I wasn't a marketer. I don't love marketing my stuff. I don't like selling my stuff. I just want people to find it and buy it if they want to. I don't want to tell them to or put it in front of people. It's scary. So found that out. Started little by little, little baby steps um, started taking me from where I was to smaller publishers and then those small publishers eventually encouraged me to write some of my own stuff and then that was really good and then that led to writing for another small publisher that's growing really quickly and that book started doing really well and making a good bit each month which started to feel good and it was like oh this can happen and then I illustrated for a self-published author and he was doing a niche market project and that brings in a good bit every month because he is a good seller, a good businessman and it was for a niche market. So that one did, that one has been a happy thing. So I was like, okay, you know what? I can do this. I can do this. And so I got an agent and then It's just, it's been a little bit slow since then, but it's going to pick up. We're going to take off here. So things can kind of feel like they're moving slow and it can be kind of, you know, hard to keep putting stuff out there. So it was good for me to like step back and start thinking about, you know, is like, is this all that I want to do is picture books or is there something else? Because I've always had this... I wanted to be a therapist there for a little bit, but I don't want to charge people to listen to them, you know, <laughs> to ask them questions. It, I just, I also the pressure of like, oh, did they get their money's worth out of this session would be really hard for me. Um, but I had never thought about coaching. So now I'm kind of, uh, yeah, checking out that avenue because I love to hear about people's thoughts and where they're at and what's keeping them. And I'm just like love self-help things. And so, yeah, my dream right now is to help people. Uh, to get over their limiting beliefs and their fears and to live a beautiful life. (laughs) I feel so cheesy when I talk about it, but it makes me so happy to think about. Uh, So that's that's where I'm at. Um, And I'm excited about it and it feels fun. And I guess as, as I've been sort of doing more of what I actually want to do, I guess I am maybe a little bit letting go of the fear of not getting the results that I need because if part of the outcome of what you're doing is that you love it and it's fun for you, then you already have a good result, right? But if it's drudgery and if it's awful and you don't like doing it and then you don't get the results, the the money or the attention or the pats on the back that you were hoping for, then it can feel like it wasn't worth it. But if you're doing something that you love doing, then it's a-okay, right? You at least had fun. So that's where I'm at. So I guess my hope for you is that you can look at your life and think, what's fun for me? What's not fun for me? And how can I eliminate some of the stuff that feels heavy and hard? And how can I 
find something that I feel like is going to add value to people's life, which like I do feel like picture books add value. You know, it's a beautiful, wonderful thing. And I think if I come up with a story that I'm extra passionate about, you know, I'll feel more that way that it's something that can really help people. But um, I think we're, God gives us desires in line with what we were put here to do. That's just my opinion of things. So follow your joy. If you took my uh, design your life free mini course, you're going to hear me talk about that a lot. But I just feel like joy is an indicator that you're on the right track. And then when you're feeling stress or fear or shame, it's because something needs to change or you just need to stop listening to fear. So that's my rant for today. Thanks for listening. If you made it all this way, I appreciate you. And we must be soul buddies because I know this is just so just rambly. (laughs) But it's been fun. So thanks for letting me talk. And um, this is what's on my whiteboard right now. So I'm going to read it to you. The odds are rigged in your favor. Act as if everything's going to go right for you. The odds are rigged in your favor. So be still and know that I am God. I was listening to an audiobook about millionaire something and I just love when these millionaire books bring up religion or spirituality because I don't know it just makes me giddy um and he was saying his tip to this little who wanted to be an instant millionaire was say this at several times a day and it's the most powerful thing be still and know that I am God it's kind of like a random phrase to be so impactful but I like it it's just kind of like calm down Connect with yourself. Realize that God is ever powerful. Relax. Stop pushing, pushing, pushing to try to get to where you want to be and be still and know that I am God. And then act out of love, you know? I mean, don't just do nothing, but be still inside your soul. Be still my soul. That's a song. So be still in your soul and know that God is there. So that's my little little spiritual thought for you today. Thanks for listening. See you in the next episode. We'll have a guest. I promise you won't have to listen to me every episode. I just wanted to ramble. I so. Uh, so I just wanted to put a little plug in. If you want a success coach, I am a certified Jack Canfield trainer of the success principles. So Jack Canfield's the guy who did Chicken Soup for the Soul. He sold millions and millions of copies of his book and he has shared with me his principles of success and has allowed me to train you on them so you can find success as well. And so if you're interested in being coached or mentored, there is a link below. I would love to hop on a call with you to see if we'd be a good fit if I feel like I can help you. If I don't, I will say no. I'm not a good fit for you. I'm sorry. I don't know if I can help. But I want to meet you no matter what. So give me a call. Okay? So I'll uh, I'll link that, that call schedule in the notes. Bye-bye for now.